Hello and welcome to the Forward Unto Dawn podcast, the show about the story and universe of the Halo franchise. This is episode number 33. I'm David, and I'm joined by my usual co-host, Krustofan Danny. Idly, idly. So it's that time of year when we do Forward Unto Dawn's sort of year in review, uh, what we liked, what we didn't, uh, and what happened in the world of Halo. To help us recap, uh, we've got two special guests with us this episode. Uh, first... A chap you last heard on this podcast way back in episode 19 when we talked about Halo Mythos and Halo Fractures, Toa Freak from Halo Cannon. Hey there, everybody. And then the guy you last heard from literally last episode, Haruspus. Hello there. Okay, so before we dive in, um, I was just going to go through the year eh, chronologically in terms of releases. Uh, anyone have any general thoughts about the year overall? It's been good. It's been, been good. pretty good, yeah. I feel like a Halo release this year. I'm sad. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like, especially since we didn't get a game, it felt like more of a breather year, which is weird mm. to say when we got three novels in a comic series. But four novels. It's almost as if they were planning so we can't build up novel wise. Yeah, four novels because you got Battleborn at the very beginning of the year, very first day of the of 2019. Yeah, and then you're right. Renegades. Oblivion and Battleborn Part Two, I guess. I guess we just I'm just now used to like the 2016, 2017, 2018 yeah, we get, like, like pace. six books a year. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's calmed down. Um that's good. Uh we started out January first, uh with Halo Battleborn. Uh the scholastic young adult entry for the Halo series. And I thought it was pretty good. Um we had uh a chat with I know you interviewed her to Herospis. We had a chat with Cassandra Rose Clark, who's an interesting mm. person. Uh, and she talked about not necessarily having, she had a background in young adult fiction, but that wasn't her own domain. And I think she did a good job of doing something that was clearly targeted towards the youths, um, but was not, I guess, talking down or unenjoyable as a crusty old 20 something. <laughs> I thought it was a much needed kind of perspective on the Halo universe that hasn't been explored a whole lot. So I was, uh, I was very pleased with sort of the approach that they took with that. 100% agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I actually, in some ways I thought in terms of like the tropes and like, Oh, the kids are just so amazing kind of stuff. We got more of that in legacy of Onyx than we did this book. Um, so for all the people who thought it was all going to be terrible, like, she she kept on harping in our interview about not wanting to do terrible love triangles, and luckily <laughs> that was not a feature. So I think there was a lot to enjoy in it. Definitely. I mean, they struggled to take down Grunts in this book, which is a refreshing change of pace. Dude, just that, that very first battle they had, or not really battle, but that fight with the jackal in the car, and they're mm. ramming it against a tree, and it's like, it's not dying. <laughs> kill this thing, kill this thing. I don't know, I'm using the car. What else could we use? <laughs> that was an interesting, it, it kind of reminded me of the four scenes from Forward Unto Dawn as I was reading that. And I think, and especially, I think the, the best part of it is, yeah, we don't get civilian stories that often. Um, let alone it does a good job of introducing everyone in every chapter you think alright this is when the covenant's gonna arrive no wait mm. this is because there's all this weird stuff going on and every you get into that sense of paranoia about yeah one day the covenant could just show up in your world and 
So I really enjoyed that aspect as well. I think there's more formats for storytelling in Halo, and I think a book like that provides an excellent art list for for different kinds of readers. Uh, not different readers, just different kinds of readers, really. You mm. know, I mean, if if, so, if it gets somebody into a Halo story, then I'm all for it. My personal opinions on the story are pretty much irrelevant. I'm not the target demographic. You know? so. <laughs> that's that's Danny's diplomatic way of talking about it. <laughs> um, so then the day after, and this is actually something I have a bone to pick about 343 with their release schedule. Why are you releasing stuff like day after or week after <laughs> this stuff? Like, give me some time to get this content. Uh, was the first issue of Halo Lone Wolf, um, mm. which released through April. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And this was the solo Linda comic. Long overdue. Way yeah. long overdue. Now we just need our Kelly comic. Yeah. <laughs> Or Linda Kelly Buddy Adventure Book. <laughs> I'd buy it. Hell yeah, so would I. I thought overall the comic was fine. I think the comic, the realm of, of comics is where Halo has been its spottiest. It's just, t- <laughs> I mean, starting out with Uprising, which took like two years uh, longer than it was oh supposed God. to come out. I um, detest that comic personally. Yeah, and it wasn't, it wasn't worth the wait either. Hey, at least Ackerson got to do something good before they killed him um, and at least he got what he deserved yeah <laughs> it, was, it was satisfaction there well, yeah. i do kind of wish he'd stuck around in the post-war era i think that would have been quite interesting to explore yeah fair point with the halsey hate club and everything <laughs> welcome to the new the latest meeting of the halsey hate club uh today we're going to be discussing how we can taunt her with her dead daughter <laughs> parangoski just clapping in the background <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right yeah, and but I thought Lone Wolf was pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. Gave us uh, an interesting tie-in, uh, as it turned out, uh, with a later event with Outpost Discovery, as it yeah. details. Uh, uh, I think people got a bit hung up on that ending. <laughs> I kind of I understand why. I'm still kind of like iffy on the ending, but the fact is, like, it takes up a page. Yeah, not like not even a page. It takes up half a page. So it's not, even if you don't like it, it's not egregious. It's not terrible, and I don't think it should detract from the rest of the the amazing storytelling in that comic. Well, Indeed. so you should you should explain what the ending is for the the people. Oh yes, there, we right? probably should. Um, if you haven't read the comic, the basic story is Linda is sent out on a lone wolf mission. Hence the title. She is the original lone wolf, not Noble Six. <laughs> <laughs> That's still a point of debate, but. She's sent out to track down this guy, Dr. Chen, and this missing ship, prom- uh, what was it, The Promise Unto Dawn? or Yeah. Promise of Dawn? Promise of Dawn. Yeah, Promise of Dawn. Promise of Dawn, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, too many too many Dawns. Yeah. Too many Dawn ships. <laughs> stalwart Dawn. Dawn headers. <laughs> yeah. There shouldn't be one, really. One superior one, clearly. <laughs> there you go. But no, so she has to go there to take out Chen and, you know, her secondary objective, which Oni is very nonchalant about, is yeah, you can rescue people if they're still alive, whatever. Yeah, you know, whatever. Don't, don't feel like you have to. But. Exactly. <laughs> so we get some great exploration of Linda's character along the way, but ultimately she ends up recovering, just to tie back into the ending quickly, she recovers this AI called Gabriella who went missing with the Promise of Dawn. And Gabriella is the main AI for Halo Outpost Discovery. So the very end of the book, she... Yes, thank you. Complete knowledge of human history. 
I'm, assu- I'm assuming with that, like any other AI has got some general knowledge or they'd have to access a database to get the specifics. Whereas, you know, Gabriella would mm. be able to tell you what's happening on the 4th of October in, in 1889, as long as it was written down in some journal somewhere. And it yeah. was it was vital that they keep her out of covenant hands so that like the grunts would be stymied in their yes. archaeological research or something. Um, <laughs> they needed to know what happened in 1885, <laughs> right? It was vitally important. Obviously. <laughs> if you don't know what happened in 1885, how can you properly wipe out the human race? Uh, yeah. But I didn't actually know that. I didn't see that the ending was divisive when it came out. I, I don't that. know if it was divisive, but it was. It wasn't. Uh, it was a point of contention. It, yeah, it was a point of content. It was a point of contention, but it was hardly like. It, there's nothing like people are like debating hardcore the at the time or to this day. You know how if it was good or bad. It's just some people let it kind of spoil the comic for them. I think most people were just kind of eh, and then you get a few people that thought, "Oh, that's really cool." Eh, that's. I was one of those. Yeah, yeah. I'm still kind of in the middle on that, but it's definitely one of those things that you can be. So middle ground on without offending people which is very rare in any fandom <laughs> all right um and the same uh also in january minor thing we got the hardcover version speaking of comics of collateral damage Ooh. Um, which oh was God. the first part of our continuing trend into let's go back to the beginning with master chief um mm. back to basic story um and i I quite enjoyed Collateral Damage. I think more overall oh, I liked it oh, as well. yeah. uh, than Lone Wolf. Collateral but... Damage was just mm. it was so, it was so good in so in so many ways. Just so much that you get this story. And I remember like week to or not week to week, but month to month as that was releasing, people were like, "Oh, when's when are we gonna figure out what this Forerunner MacGuffin is?" And oh, it's gonna be it's gonna suck. <laughs> and then it turns out the Forerunner MacGuffin is a MacGuffin in the truest sense, in that. It's just there to have the Covenant attack this planet, and it doesn't impact the story at all. It doesn't matter. The whole thing was about, you know, Chief dealing with these horrible truths of the UNSC and how they, how it treats people, uh, the collateral damage, as it were, as he's forced to abandon mm. insurrectionists that he had teamed up with, that he had promised to help to help out. They don't even recover anything really of importance by the end of it. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a tragic end, and they really yeah. subvert your expectations really well. They lost. Yeah, I was I was sad that he didn't look to the camera and say, "I guess they were just collateral damage and smashed up to the movie title." <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, or CSI. Um, but yeah, I that might out. happen in Infinite when like Cyber Whitaker shows up or something. <laughs> the I, I would actually, I would really love that. <laughs> composed Whitaker. Oh God! There's another composer on that on the planet. That's what they were searching for. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, moving on to February, uh, we got I think the standout personally for me of the year, uh, Halo Renegades by Kelly yes. Gay. Oh my God! Yeah, uh, which we covered in detail um, in episode 28, Four Under Dynamite Fishing, uh, and <laughs> as the title suggests, it's a delightful book. I was in that one. Um, yes, you were. It mm-hmm. was a great book. I really loved it. Um, and it's nice these past few years we've been getting the. I started writing like a like 2017. Like here's all these like long standing plot threads that we just haven't heard anything from, and since then half of them have been taken off the board. Like whatever happened to like Daryl and Dama? We found out. 
whatever happened to 343 Guilty Spark? We found out. Um, so it's it's nice that these these plot threads are getting paid off, and especially in a fun way. I cried several times. I, I don't blame end. you, man. That book just, I, as I said in my own reviews of it, it brought all these disparate pieces of lore and story thread together in a way that on paper should not work, but mm. in execution, wow. Right down to like Arthur William Iqbal from that yeah, right. story and evolutions, just how <laughs> granular you can get yeah. with those references. And yet they're still part of this emotionally holistic kind of whole. Really impressive. Reminded me of, of Hunters in the Dark and did not make me regret yeah. the fact that I brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> I gave that book a 9 out of 10 at release. <laughs> Wait, you, sure, you gave Hunters in the Dark. Hunters no, in the Dark? Uh, Hunters, Hunters in the Dark in 9 out of 10. Oh, wow. Yeah. Generous. Are, do you sure. stand behind that score? <laughs> I'm not sure. I need to go back and actually reread it. Uh-huh. Right. Considering well. how much flack I gave it, I'm surprised I did that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not terrible, but it's... No, it's not terrible. It just has some questionable moments. It's yeah. like it went back to the arc to answer none of the questions that were lingering. Well, yeah, and arc. that's it has the same issue going back to the arc I have with Halo Wars Two, in that it goes back and then doesn't do anything with our fond memories of tripsing around on this this really cool place. It was kind of disappointing in that respect. Um, yeah, but well, we got living trees, guys. Living, yeah, trees. and then we got that that brief like. <laughs> Lord of the Rings reference. Yeah, Lord of the Rings thing going on with walking. Um, definitely in, in terms of, of Halo books uh, determine, feature lots and lots of walking, it's pretty low on my list. Um, <laughs> it's no primordium. Yeah, it's no primordium. But then in May, uh, we had a, a quiet uh, spring. We In May, the only major thing was we got the omnibus halo omnibus volume two released which was just a paperback uh version of the halo library edition volume two so yeah if more stuff for comics nice to have a breather yeah but nothing super crazy and then in june we got the halo infinite trailer <laughs> the opening oh, scene in fact yeah which lots of people flipped out about um <laughs> good and bad like when is this thing coming out it's obviously not coming out 2019 i think it was a different trailer and i think especially well fingers crossed everything works out and infinite's great and everything but i think it's going to be looked on more favorably than the knee-jerk reaction of why aren't they showing us gameplay mm. and we got the bro hammer memes so really it was all worth it <laughs> It was not Dustin really. Echoes, Brohammer. We have a Dustin Echoes. Come on, Echo guys. 420. <laughs> Plays it. Um, <laughs> yeah, we covered that uh, with Duststorm from Patacular in episode 29. Um, and yeah, I wanted more, but it was uh, a, a fun little teaser to get us talking. I think it's important not to show off too much at this point. They're, they're clearly reacting in a sensible way to post halo 5 and it's like okay let's give them a thematic kind of tease of what to kind of expect to jive with this story see what the direction is then we'll get into more sort of granular details later well they could still thing. totally change the story and <laughs> that's true. that cutscene from existence it's possible but let's we'll hope not yeah please don't pull a destiny <laughs> <laughs> 
in July, uh, we got Outpost Discovery. So Ooh, the, the one Halo of us Fest. was lucky enough to be there. Yeah, well, two of us here. Um, oh, really? Yeah. So I was at Philly, and then you oh, were nice. at Chicago, right? Toa? Uh, Orlando and Chicago. Yeah. So, oh, so you got the the first run experience. <laughs> yeah. I so I, I got a bit of yeah I got a little bit of everything, <laughs> or not a little bit of everything. That would be Dustin. He got. Yeah. Or Dust Storm. He got everything, but yeah. You got the beginning and I got the middle. Yeah. Dust Storm echoes. So it, it improved in the middle, I assume, for you. Yeah. You know, with any any of these kind of things launching for the first time, there are going to be like issues to iron out. And credit to 343, apparently they uh, really improved that experience. 343 and uh, and Entertainment. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so it was July 5th to the 7th in Orlando, the 19th to 21st in Philly. August 2nd to 4th in Chicago, 16th to 18th in Houston, and then August 30th to September 1st in Anaheim. So it ran all summer. Um, I had pretty positive impressions. Like, Dust definitely talked about the the rough launch it had Orlando, but even by Philly, it had dramatically improved, and they, they apparently made improvements from there on, too. Um, it was a lot of fun. Meet all the people. Uh, stand in line for stuff if you really wanted to, but uh, oh, that's it's so <laughs> much lines. Yeah, I, I the only one I didn't end up doing was the VR because I do not agree with VR at all. It does not agree <laughs> with me. But it, that was fun because you could just watch everyone look like nitwits on screens <laughs> doing it, and that was entertainment in itself. We got to do two panels. You did a lore one in Chicago, right, Toa? Yes. There was supposed to be one for Philly, too, but unfortunately it got canceled. Womp womp. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Got to meet a lot of people. Met only through the internet. Yeah. Um, it's a different atmosphere, isn't it, when you meet those kinds of people in real life? Yeah, when it really you is. interact on Twitter. Try and knock them down and teabag them in real life. <laughs> just doesn't have the same. Um, that, that's a, that happened more than a few times, I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, not as many as you would expect (laughs) and the the attractions i think were really good the ring experience was really cool that was the oh my god the the i don't know what do you call it 360 video thing where you run around in a honeybee drone exploring halo Um, and they got a live um you know somebody from the audience to come up and actually get infected by the flood (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well that, that was shocking yeah i was unexpected i did i did really like the uh i mean you know the like the covenant they had like a size chart of all the covenant species you know they're big but seeing like an actual flood spore or the sentinel was actually yeah. a surprise a life-size sentinel those those guys are that beefy. thing blew me away like how big that was yeah it was really cool incredible craftsmanship as well mm-hmm. yeah they were they were really nice my favorite thing with the, that whole experience was just whenever we got to the flood form is just going up to people and say, now just imagine that thing burrowing into your chest and wrapping its <laughs> tentacles around your spinal cord. Yeah, that's not not great. You're not you're not walking that off easily. <laughs> and then all of a sudden the parents coming along taking their six year old child away from you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was on the along with Battleborn. I definitely got the sense once I was there that Outpost Discovery is definitely about hey. Bring your kids and get them into Halo because there were a ton of parents oh, yeah. there. Um, and I think that's we're awesome. at the point now where it's becoming generational, right? I mean, yeah, because yes. second decade almost. Yeah, it's almost twenty years. We're all old. I remember 
playing Hello C on the next box. Yeah. So I think overall it was successful. Sounds, I mean, they definitely sounded like talking with the, the Hershen people that another year was in the cards. Hmm. Um, and those guys were great, actually. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, they were play, very nice. Play with them and the them and three four three people in an after hours game of the laser tag, and they were uh, really yeah. cool guys. I think hopefully they will. There are Halo fans I hear over in the UK. Hopefully next oh, year. Yeah, we 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 do exist. All five of you. <laughs> Broaden out a little bit because I think they did a good job hitting up most representative parts of the u.s um i'm annoyed they made me go all the way to philly instead of new york but hey <laughs> that's fine uh so hopefully they just expand it and keep going next year yeah whatever and hopefully they do some big super big halo fest 2 kind of thing for the 20th be anniversary because nice. that would be yeah that would be really nice. Hey, man. Gosh, I remember watching the first one back in 2011. That was mad. Yeah. To think that was so You're just long thinking, ago. Oh, God, why can't I be there? Yeah. yeah. Well, I got my grunt plushie and Danny got his, his napkin, right? So <laughs> we were there I love spirit. my napkin. I love my napkin. Uh, Halo Fest napkin. Uh, and the only other... <laughs> I only put this here because it's kind of hilarious. The only other major noteworthy event of that time period was the halo app was discontinued and you're like what the halo app it's this random pc app they had where you could launch halo wars 2 and halo 5 forge and that's about it um (laughs) going off to the great there's like a pretty big graveyard of discontinued mobile or console (laughs) app experiences (laughs) now is the halo channel still a thing it is officially i don't i don't think it's I don't think they do much with it. Hey, remember when they were going to make the weekly updates video? <laughs> yeah, they did that for a while, and it just completely killed engagement. Yeah. It was a cool idea, but... Mm. No, not the option. Yeah. Yeah. So, Halo Channel on Death Watch. It's just a unbeatable convenience yeah. to reading I mean, those. Plus, what are you going to recap if someone does it in video form already? Yeah. That was very insensitive of them. <laughs> So then in September, we got Halo Oblivion. Indeed. Uh, I was on that one too. Yeah, episode 32, (laughs) Inbred Pirate Kids, which we just came out with. (laughs) Um, Yeah, after a few generations, you definitely would have to, wouldn't you? (laughs) Someone thought about this, and so that's why we came up with it. Um, So this was Troy Denning's follow-up to Silent Storm from the previous year. Yeah. I think this one was, at least among our group, a little more, a little more conflictingly received than Silent Storm. You loved it, Alex. I did. I, I much preferred it to to Silent Storm because it was more of that Primordium era walking simulator that you <laughs> more loved. weirdness, less sort of ensemble chess beating military action. I, I'm I'm with it. Yeah, but I definitely I definitely appreciated parts of it, like the. Uh, kind of Benny Hill Looney Tunes stuff in the end and the <laughs> fact that uh, Linda and Kelly both got a bit more time to shine than they often do. Yeah. Indeed. Um, and yeah. they actually got in their heads, which I, which I honestly get like, aside from Linda's, the Linda's comic this year, I can't think of really the last time we really got to get in the heads of either of either of them. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was something I brought up on the episode is that I, my my realm of 
lore knowledge and stuff does not trend towards the Spartans. And honestly, I have sometimes gotten Kelly and Linda confused besides one's fast and one's a sniper. That's so, okay, so some of the writers at times. <laughs> yeah, it's also true, which is probably kind of damning for how much they've done with them. So it was yeah. with between yeah. Lone Wolf and Oblivion. It's nice that they, they get more time to shine. Um, and Spartans, Spartans dealing with kids has proved to be surprisingly good. Always yeah. so good. a surprisingly rich area to draw from <laughs> thankfully they didn't randomly take off their helmets to reveal how young they were mm. <laughs> uh, you mean that helmet that was just cat's helmet which we stuck a uh, knee pad <laughs> on top of yeah. that's my favorite thing <laughs> it's so recognizable as a knee pad on there if you played reach we're talking about Fort Unto Dawn, if people don't remember that. Go back to the final scenes. I wonder what the conversation was that resulted in that. Like, how are we going to make well, this helmet look I, I different? enjoyed that because I, as a Star Trek fan, I come from a rich tradition of kit bashing where like, they would just <laughs> stick the, the nacelles from one ship onto another and call it something else and stuff. So and I'm then spark the hottest debates in the community. <laughs> yeah, like the medical devices are like sharper image cheese graters and stuff <laughs> leds added to it um, so it's it's live action you got to do what you got to do yeah um and that was followed just a week later come on people yeah. uh <laughs> which i guess tells you they really think these books have different audiences uh the follow-up to battleborn yeah. meridian divide like- like those those release conflicts are entirely on the publisher on the the fact that they have separate publishing teams. Yeah, I cannot. Spoken. I I don't. I can't imagine three four three is very happy about like either situation with ba- with the Battleborn series. Like, oh, we're releasing this. I mean, the first of the year just seems like an odd release. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, yeah, what was it? A week later, a few days later. I think it was September twenty fourth and then October first. So yeah. Exactly. Well, I mean for I mean for Lone Wolf, you get you had like oh, yeah. a, Lone a, Wolf was a like day a after. Few, a few, it was the day after. There you go. Yeah. And then yeah, there's a week between Oblivion and and uh, Meridian Divide, which that was hell for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ian and I had a word. We were talking to uh, some people from Three Four Three about the release schedules, weren't they? And they yeah. clarified those details. Yeah. Well, it is what it is. Sometimes you know things are out of your hands, and uh, ultimately you can't just really do what you want with Halo. It's still subject to all the rules of publishing and everything. Yeah. Like that. Mm-hmm gotta deal with partners um mm-hmm. but overall eh, i like parts of it more than battle more and parts of it less the big thing fans all freaked out about was spoiler at the end they're gonna become spartans um sort of yeah. spartans sort of spartans um well have to see like that's that the whole thing is gonna be entirely dependent on what part three of this series looks like you know, yeah. are we talking full on Spartans? I hope not. Are we talking, you know, some mild augmentations, some more Orion esque augmentations? That's what mm. I'm I'm hoping for, like these prototype Spartan four augmentations. Yeah, and it could be it would be kind of cool if they're they are being like, all right, this is stuff that would eventually get rolled out, um, the Spartan four stuff. That'd be yeah. a way to link it. Um well really with Oblivion and Meridian Divide. Um, I really want the third books to come along because, especially Oblivion, like it just kind of ended. I'm like, wait, but, but uh, 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 where the? <laughs> yeah. So I I really want to see. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed Meridian Divide myself, but I do often catch myself wondering, like, did the sequel need to be 
a thing when mm-hmm. you look at Battleborn, that ending where you know they they've fought like hell, they've saved who they can, and then they find that they've got to go back to Meridian. And I feel like is that not more uh, a powerful tragic ending that they this is the battlefield they can never leave, rather yeah. than carrying on that story, but just leaving it kind of there. I don't know if you know this, but Halo is a multimedia franchise. That oh. <laughs> I've got an article coming on that. <laughs> More installments for the installment god. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I see that point. I think, well, both both Silent Storm and, and Battleborn, I think, were much better standalone entries than their follow-ups are. So yeah. I am hopeful we get the, the third book to, to wrap them up nicely. Mm-hmm. And then maybe Troy Denning can go back to his post-war series and yes. wrap that one up too. Oh yeah, that would be remember nice. Ferret Team and all those guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 convinced that either the chill, either the children or those children's children, the inbred pirate babies, are going to show up in whatever the third book of that post-war series is. So Troy, because the fact that they went to Gao at the end of of Oblivion. Mm-hmm. There, you cannot leave that alone. Uh, continue wrapping up the the Troy Denning sub universe. <laughs> the Denning of, verse. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the Denning verse. Everything's connected. Dude's gonna have written more Halo books than anybody else. I think he already has. Uh, he's got four individual books. Yeah, he's got Retribution, the uh, Last, Last Light, Light. Ba- uh, not Battleborn, uh, Silent Storm, Oblivion. And then fractures. He's got a short, short story. Stories. Fractures, I think yeah. three is the maximum for for everyone else in terms. And of And that was yeah, yeah, that was uh, Nyland had his three plus a short story. Yeah, so Greg exactly. and Travis. Karen Steven. Travis has three plus a short story. Greg Bear's got just plus just three. Three plus we like a short story. All those <laughs> random little extra like audiobook post content stuff. Yeah, there's your there's your extra stuff. So yeah, yeah, three like three and a half is basically everyone's. Next, now Denning comes along. It's like I'm gonna. I am. I'm gonna destroy that. Record. Well, and it took Nyland how many years? Like 2001 to 2006 was six. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's been three years, four years, I guess for for Denning. It's been popping them out. Yeah, and then in one yeah. corner are the the one guys, the single guys, just. <laughs> Deets and uh, need to get and, need to get John uh, John Shirley, Shirley hanging out. Yes, oh, please. With, uh, well, actually, even even Joe Staten doesn't count because he did uh, Shadow Intent, so he's out of the yeah. corner. Book and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've not had a book quite as revolutionary as Broken Circle since Broken Circle. Yeah. See, was it Broken Circle? I was gonna gonna pigeonhole you some time to talk about how much you like it we discussed that last yeah (laughs) it's it's really funny like the which i think we covered that in episode 16 17 something like that with the title rapture in space because it really (laughs) felt like he took his bioshock novel rapture and then just made a halo version of it for me so that's (laughs) maybe now since it's been a while since i've read it i might enjoy it more um (laughs) Also, I guess I definitely need to reread that. It's damaged microwave creating zombies kind of thing is interesting. Well, it doesn't get create zombies, I guess. <laughs> Bloodthirsty, fast zombie kind of thing. <laughs> Speaking of of dangling plot threads, at this point, it's been how four years since Broken Circle. So those the Usans 
Five so, years, actually. Uh, Came yeah. out at the end of 2014. Yeah, so that's they're getting up there now. Not Sharkoi level dangling <laughs> plot thread, but they're getting up there. When are we going to hear about them? So then we hit November, uh, and the big news was a bunch of stuff coming out about the Halo television series. Production begins. It's an actually a thing after basically six years. 2013. <laughs> yeah. Woo. When Steven Spielberg announced it. Yeah. When Don Matrick was head of Microsoft back then. Yeah. And your Xbox yeah, was going to be the future of TV. <laughs> Times have changed. Um, Thankfully. In some so yeah, ways. we got earlier in the year we got uh, the casting news for Master Chief, um, and Pablo then Schrader. yeah, and then we got casting stuff for a bunch of people. So uh, hmm. there's Halsey, there's Miranda and Jacob Keys, there's new Spartans. Um, takes place in the Covenant War. This new character Maquis. Mm-hmm human raised by the covenant somehow yes which got who isn't maki chava everyone <laughs> upset um i think the the way to sum up fan reactions for this is like everyone is upset <laughs> about something yeah i'm intrigued i'm I'm interested um about what direction they're gonna go with it and you know um i, I don't want to put too much of a personal stake into some of the decisions they made yeah, I mean, it's... I'm trying to avoid it, but it's been really hard. <laughs> I think it's one of those things that's also been kind of compounded by the fact that we have people saying it's going to be really respectful of canon and also we're going to change dates and times and whatever to make things fit. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if they had just straight up said, like, well, this is going to be an adaptation and like we're going to do some kind of MCU thing, I think it would have gone down a little bit easier. A bit more transparency, though. Yeah. So I'm hopeful. Like, it's all the stuff. Everything sounds like it could be terrible, but it could also be great. And it's really going to come down to the execution. So I'm hopeful for for what we get. And I'm excited that it's actually happening after <laughs> all this time. <laughs> yes. I was rewatching Forward Unto Dawn, actually, recently. And, you know, just like, my God, the standard that that sets is, is quite incredible for yeah. live-action Halo production. And I watched it in the proper episodic form as well, not this film nonsense. <laughs> I mean, you don't need the the little Cortana interludes, though, so I'm fine with the, the film version. I'm a stickler for structure myself. Mm. Well, now that you've reminded me the Halo channel is still a thing, I'm going to have to go on there and re-watch Nightfall again just to see if yeah. it's as terrible as I remember it being. <laughs> if you watch it on the Halo channel, it very well might be. <laughs> Well, I'll what say I this, when I watched it just on like the it, when I watched it all together, it even though the movie version is just is still pretty bad, it's not as bad as I remember it. I think my my the thing I took away from that was the second stories were better than the actual. Oh yeah, significantly <laughs> thing, which is never a great. Oh yeah, but the like supplementary features are really great. It's not what you want to say about your <laughs> no. TV series. Um, but yeah, it'd be interesting to go back to it. I wrote a 20K two-part article on, on Nightfall, and uh, I honestly enjoyed a lot more of it than I remembered the first time around. All right, well then, you have to, we'll put a link in the show notes and people can <laughs> read defense of Nightfall. <laughs> it's a good opening, and it just goes downhill after <laughs> every episode. Yeah, 
And then uh, that brings us to the present December mm. uh, when we got two big things. Uh, first was the Master Chief Collection started rolling out after interminable flights all through the year. Uh, Reach came to PC and also came Woo! to the Master Chief Collection. That was exciting. And so it's it's been fun to have everyone, A, pretend like they loved Reach, <laughs> and then B, have people rediscover why they hated Reach. Um, <laughs> That's kind of what me and, and Har- what was it, you... You and me, Harospis, and then who else were we with when the on the Xbox flight? We all played together. Oh, we had lads with us. Yeah, that was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we were like all playing. It's like you know what? I, I st- it's still fun, but I'm remembering every reason I hate Reach as yeah. we go through this. Yeah, <laughs> there's a there's a lot less armor lock than I recall, so that's that's good. I think you mentioned it. Yeah, I haven't encountered it that much. That's weird. yeah. Equipment use in general seems to have um, decreased on PC than from it did on console. I think my my theory, as I've been thinking about that, is because everyone has been conditioned to be able to sprint in games yeah. now that not being able to sprint feels like a serious detriment so they'd rather sprint yeah. or I agree that run around like an idiot and jetpack which is fine <laughs> um oh jetpack don't get me started on jetpack <laughs> it's also actually been fun because they i feel like they they weighted the dlc pretty heavily in mcc in general but especially for reach yes. so i've been playing all the like the the cea comet of old anniversary maps that I didn't spend that much time on in Reach because no one had the DLC. Mm. Um, that stuff, it's been fun. Yeah. That's a, that's one thing I've been actually curious about. Did they actually weigh it heavier, or is it just because it's available to everyone now that <laughs> it, just it feels seems like, it. like it's... Yeah, that's what... <laughs> it. That's something that's been hard for me to like to discern. For one thing, I actually like the most of the DLC maps, so I yeah, have no same. issue playing on them. So seeing mm. all these posts about, oh my god, these DLC maps suck has just been very surreal for me. <laughs> it's like, really? Okay. To me, the they had some dodgy weapon um, placements when they came out, and then the whole like trying to replicate the three-shot pistol and see and reach yeah. was not that effective. But I love... <laughs> 100% like the these the Comet of Old anniversary remakes of the CE maps more than the CE maps. Yeah. Because Comet of Old was like really built for 2v2 games. And if you yes, started like you end up with like terrible stuff like so solitary is like oh there's ways to get at the people camping up top with sniper rifles or high noon you aren't stuck in the bottom of the place in a killing field like you are in Hang'em High. I really appreciate them a lot more than the original. It plays like a multiplayer that wasn't taped on two weeks before launch. Plus, they're beautiful. <laughs> like I yes. can stare outside oh of the frozen God. wasteland outside Dude, of solitary. High noon, just I just love staring outside out at, at high noon. I mean, oh my God, it's gorgeous. All the canon debates about where that portal's going. Yeah, exactly, that's so much fun. I the, the high noon remake looks much better. Planet plays. Yeah, yeah, where that slit space portal is outside, and then you go back to the original. Like, wait, this was like there was only a skylight in the ceiling. Yeah, <laughs> I actually remember when they were like developing that. They were doing some of the behind the scene or the uh, the Vidox for that. It was like Shishka was talking with Max about how they'd had a debate what for the like the first remake of uh, Hang 'Em High in Halo Two, and they were like debating: is this a human map? Is it a is it a forerunner map? And I think it was like Max Hoberman had thought had gone for forerunner, and Shishka had gone for uh, Shishka being an old uh, Bungie, Bungie employee, and 
community member for anyone listening. Um, but he had, he had said human and I get, and he, I guess won that out. So when they did the remake for, um, high noon in reach, it's like, okay, well this time we're doing forerunner. <laughs> the answer was yes. <laughs> yeah, basically <laughs> it's like you get it this time. I get it next time. It has the little, it has the, the little triangular doors from CE, mm-hmm. which are the most foreign-y, forerunner-y forerunner thing to me. They will always be. Yep. Um, we need more of those doors. Well, they show up in Halo 4, but they're super-sized, like proper forerunner-sized yep. doors. Yeah. yeah, it's not the same. Yeah, just imagine <laughs> a, a warrior servant trying to get around in some of these areas. Yeah, <laughs> or even a builder. How how tall was Faber or, or Bornsteller's dad? They're all like uh, eight or nine <laughs> feet, right? They're, they're big boys. Yeah. Good boys. I mean, they weren't really spending a lot of time there, I guess. They'd just send the plebes to go do stuff. Yeah, probably. <laughs> they would just teleport around. They don't... The first but it forms. is funny that, uh, you know, the game that sort of is regarded as the one that killed Halo is the one that has revived it. And so that redemption arc has effectively come full circle now. Yep. Yeah, and it's been fun. I'm not, like, I don't even, I doubt Reach would play in my a VM on my Mac, so I haven't even touched the mm. PC stuff. But it's been fun to see the, the modders going crazy with it already. Mm-hmm. There's been some really cool stuff. I've been playing it at work, actually, during lunchtime as we were uh, planning <laughs> to do some Halo tournaments in the office, which would be good fun. Oh, oh nice. that's nice. Yeah. So it's been, I think, as a, a way to to end the year. It was a nice nice thing. It's going to be exciting for them to get. I assume they're going to do, since they've already dropped stuff in Steam, that, that Combat Evolved is going to be next, and then they're just going to go sequentially. Yeah, they've said flights will begin uh, after the holiday season for for Halo 1, so we've got that to look forward to coming soon. Although, actually, now that you mentioned the the Hang'em High remake in Halo 2, is that in Master Chief Collection? Or the the Halo 2 Vista maps? Uh, Yeah, they will be. They're in in the... Yeah, they're in there. They are? Okay. I just have never seen them. Well, I've never seen Jerophobia either, but I think there's probably a reason (laughs) for that. (laughs) Um, and then the the final thing that happened this month, assuming nothing happens in the last fifteen days, uh, <laughs> is that uh, we got the the new Xbox revealed, uh, the Xbox Series X, not ten, Series X. Uh, and you mean the monolith? Yeah, the black monolith. <laughs> Dude, I if 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 Microsoft Microsoft are fools if they don't try to capitalize on on that aesthetic and Absolutely. do a commercial or some kind of promotion with that's a total homage to 2001 a space odyssey actually i haven't seen anyone do a takeoff on that so i might have to break out my copy and do it because damn it Hell we yeah. need that gift exactly people are still laughing over fridge memes give it away <laughs> <laughs> yeah we have to that's move true. on move on from fridges to to classic acclaimed science fiction no um, man, you got to take the initiative. You got to show these people some culture. Some culture. I'm trying to educate exactly. you. Yeah, they should really read more Ian M. Banks. That's that's fantastic. <laughs> so the and we got three seconds of uh, ostensible Halo Infinite footage in here, which uh. I don't actually think is Halo Infinite footage. So people can stop freaking out. One no, it's another. probably just something created for the commercial. Yeah, yeah it's, they, they probably gave the assets to some other company who did the commercial. And wait, wait, wait! We're not going to analyze the explosions. Pixel, pixel, <laughs> determine the race of the explosions. Come on, guys, we're better than this. <laughs> there was there was someone who was being snarky about like going through it and like trees confirmed like 
or actually like we're not sure it, they might be bushes from this distance like don't want to say <laughs> bushes may or may not be infinite and that's that's about <laughs> the level you should probably put into this i mean it's it's really just we can boil down the xbox brand into halo forza and sports apparently and gun car sports <laughs> what else would you need the three genders <laughs> <laughs> um I identify as guns myself, but master guns, sometimes sports. We'll see. Never cars. And um, it was a nice Halo Three sort of homage in terms of yeah. how it was presented. Yeah, um, like stepping know, out on seconds. the 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 big landscape. Um, just reminding the us that were similar. Right? Halo was a and thing. And the sun and everything. I assume we're probably not going to get any infinite news until since they revealed the console here. We're not going to get anything until E three. Probably count on that. Maybe we might that get an April like... Viaduct, I imagine, if they follow the same pattern as Halo 4 and I mm-hmm. think 5 as well. That'd be nice. I'm hoping we'd get something earlier just because I'd hate to think that the flights for, for Infinite aren't going to start until after E3. Yeah. Because it just... One thing I love, like, regardless of you, how your feelings on the final product of Halo 5, the fact that we got a beta m- almost a year out from release, it... That's like all the all the feedback they were able to take, all the stuff they were able to implement and change in re, in direct uh, in direct response to community mm-hmm. feedback is invaluable. I imagine it's a bit more difficult this time around, though, given I the, imagine yeah. so. Yeah, the Xbox but, family of devices that they're planning to release it across is like okay, we've got to make sure we got this nailed down before we start. And then uh, PC as out. well. Yes. Yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a big. Probably the biggest launch in a long time. Yeah. All I know is if there's any flighting going on for Halo Infinite, I'm messing out on all of it. I, I missed Ooh. every single opportunity for Master Chief Collection. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful definitely we get uh, earlier. A beta that is about actually addressing bugs and making substantial changes versus just like sort of a polished promotional beta. Um, yeah. Well, they can shove that. Like they'll, they can do that anyway. They probably will the Mountain Dew and Doritos or whatever. You know, what I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But <laughs> all right, just as long as we get fine. Jeff Cayley. <laughs> oh God, Dorito Pope. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, I'm hopeful. Um, bring back the Bro Spartans in the the victory poses. Mm-hmm. Um, I want them to do something like Overwatch, where you can kind of choose your victory pose. Or, yeah, like. Or whatever pose you have in your profile uh, that mm. you can, yeah, uh, is your victory pose or something? Just you have opportunities just to throw more money at the screen, yeah. and that's yeah. that's why I want them to carve up, not the rest of the stuff. Just... The Bro Spartans pretty seem pretty tame in comparison to like Destiny dances and Fortnite emotes and stuff. Yeah. Like, if... although to be fair, if someone could if someone could give me the opportunity at the start of every match to perform a custom dance. That I forced other people to watch that I was the star in. I'm sorry, I'm paying that money. <laughs> It'd be cool if they did stuff like the Spartan smile and uh, sort of like lore connected things that oh, yeah. uh, Spartans do. That'd be quite Well, cool. also, like, it's time. Like, we should be evolving teabagging. If I can, like, do, like, <laughs> a, like taunt at them when they die, that would be amazing. Like, I would totally. Bag 2.0, put that in the back of the f- box. I can go sell units. <laughs> I want to see the Vidoc all about the evolution of teabagging. Teabagging evolved. For Halo Infinite, we really tried to 
do something different. <laughs> I would only watch that if it was just Frankie himself narrating it and no one else. Just him for 10 minutes <laughs> talking about the history of teabagging. Uh, see, I, that was the uh, the other night I was playing with uh, some guys on uh, from Reset Era, the Halo guys over there, and we actually got naded in a terrible CTF hemorrhage match. <laughs> and getting oh, to teabag naded felt pretty good. I was like, ah, I have not done this in years. That reminds me of the, of the of the one or two times I got the teabag Tashi in a customs from Halo Gap way back in the days. <laughs> it was like, this is all I'm getting from you. It's worth it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he got that Tashi ceiling joke in the Halo 4 limited edition, so it all worked out for him. <laughs> and a job. So, Indeed. I think Tashi's the one laughing. I honestly yeah, do. It all worked out for him. I played him. Um, I hope they chill out with the... Um... Transmedia releases next year. I hope we get fewer novels and comics, just because I think we need a change of pace. Just, just give me one, like, yeah. Yeah. just one out of year. Give me Halo Six. Great. I don't care about the books. The books are great when I got Halo Six. <laughs> give me Halo Six first, and then all the books you can come not printed. I don't care. Just give me Six first, then we'll talk. I definitely agree. It was nice to have relatively lighter pace this year, but they could slow it down even more, and it's kind of weird to say that. When we're Even going this into... year, I think, has almost been too much, to be honest. Yeah. How about this for a random bullshit prediction? Next year, we'll get a non-mainline Halo game announced. How's that? Mm. I would love that. I want I want more spinoffs, man, just in mm. general. Me too. Like, g- give me another Alpha 9 game. Really, give, give, me the, give me the... This is what I want forever. Give me the Headhunters game that's co-op focused and stealth focused. You know, it's like, it's Splinter Cell, but Halo with Spartans. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. That and floods and floods horror survival. Well, and then the fact that everyone freaked out over like a Lego Star Wars ripoff prototype is pretty much evidence <laughs> yes. that like oh people That's are so starved. Amazing. Give me Halo Mega Constructs. I need that Hang in my up. life. I can't believe they walked up. away from that. Seeing the, how good that gameplay demo was, that was an yeah. easy sell. I want to know that what the hell happened sell. there. Something has to have happened. That game would just fly off shelves for fans. And <laughs> what I am still bothered by is that Spartan Strike did not come to Xbox. And that was a better version of the game than Spartan Assault. That will be the secret extra game put on the end of the Master Chief Collection. <laughs> Here's a question for you. Do you think there's going to be any future push, maybe next year, to put 5 into that collection? Because no. it's the only missing component on the PC side of things. No, I don't think that will People want to see that circles are I'm filled hoping in. that... The- I'm hoping that they'll just port Halo Five over directly, like finish it off on. Yeah, they don't Windows have it. We have ha- we have Forge. We have half a Halo yeah. Five. Just I mean... fin- like finish it off on the Windows Store side and then port it over to Steam, just so people can be like reg- again, regardless of your feelings about the final product, let people have the opportunity to be completely caught up with the Halo games. That's on the PC. only reason why I want it. Those people yes. want to jump on the Infinite and continue on. They're on PC now anyway. Give them the full. Huh, you know, yeah, and yeah. if you can't put it in the MCC, put it separately. But I, I honestly think we missed the bus on that. But with the MCC, you literally never know now. Oh. You can literally hope for bus in, in two years' time it happens or three years' time it happens. I believe now. You know, now that they they f- quote unquote fixed the MCC, like when it came out, I recall thinking like, oh well, this is going to be awesome. When the next game comes out, they can just fold the old one in, so you always have like that legacy <laughs> thing. And I think I really want that because like, I mean, I. I was incredibly frustrated by Reach and 4 when they came out, but I enjoy having them pop up when I just search for all the games in MCC, and I want to do that with 5, which I like more than Reach and 4. So, 
I don't want it to be split off like it is. How's that Muthig playlist doing? I heard it's not crap. Oh, I enjoy it. Yeah, so I actually, enjoyed it as well. Is... Yeah, I'm at it, but I did enjoy it. Yeah, I should actually mention that. So also this year, uh, they came out with a Mythic, which I guess could be a harbinger for things in Infinite, I'm guessing, because otherwise, why would you release this new gameplay playlist? Isn't that a fan-made thing? Halo 5? Am I misremembering? Uh, I don't the know. Game type, if... I mean. I the, fa- the maps are as typical in Halo 5 style that they left as the community to kick, make kick-ass maps and populate the whole list <laughs> with some brand new original maps. Which is part of the fun. Yeah, they're really nice maps. They're um, fantastic maps, I've heard. They lo- so, they... I'm giving credit where it's due. They made proper quality maps. If those maps were done up in proper style, they'd, be, they'd fit right in. Yeah, so they... they really nailed it. And they they feel they feel a lot like retro CE in two maps. Definitely. Um, I still great. haven't played it, so I'll have to check it out. But yeah. I've heard nothing but good things. Yeah, so there's far. got um, I got a really good. I think my favorite. I forget what it's called, but it's basically like if you made a larger version of Warlock. Um, when they've got the yes, side bases and then Rams. Can, 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 can I just say for Halo Infinite, if they there was a perception in the community, I know I felt it in, intensely from looking at the whole thing overall, but there was an, there was a feeling in the community when Halo 5 launched that believed that they were supplementing their, their map counts with the hacky stuff. No, they didn't forge. They supplemented the forge content with the map counts. And Halo 5, uh, with, the, with the new game mode and that, it kind of felt like, eh... Uh, I want my old maps back, damn it. Don't don't butcher <laughs> up my old maps and stick them in and upcrease and increase and all that lovely stuff that they fit Hill 5 sandbox. I hope they can preserve maps as are. Because, come on, playing Blood Gulch and, 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 and Valhalla, there's nothing like it. You know, I, I don't want to take future map content and have to change it to fit this new sandbox. I want a feckin' unified sandbox, damn it. Well, we'll see. So, like... Uh, for people who haven't played it, the Mythic playlist. So it's got these these great maps, but the gameplay um, does it. It removes motion tracker, right? Now I'm totally blanking. Um, but almost D Halo Five is Halo Five essentially. You've got uh, you don't have sprint. You have thruster, um, stabilize as well. I think thruster and stabilize remain. You can't slide. You can't uh, charge and all that stuff. Um, it gives you the Halo Two BR as default. Um, it's just a more stripped down fun experience uh, with Halo Five, which I even though I like charge and sprint and all that stuff, in altogether I think it was just kind of overwhelming for Halo Five, and so I'm totally down with them stripping it back a bit, um, and I'm not sure if this really suggests anything for Infinite or not, but we'll see. It strikes me more as like the equivalent of uh, Legendary Slayer in Halo Four, mm-hmm. where they removed all the armor abilities and everything yeah. except for Sprint. Yeah. I want Halo to be Halo. I, I want it to be setting the trends. I want it to be doing something that's interesting that every other game takes a look at and goes, they're doing it well. We should do that. We should do some of that. Because Halo used to set the trends, remember? We used to be the industry standard, and now we just follow them. Come on, it was Infinite. They have a chance. Well, they have one good chance. Third time around, set the stri- set the trends again. Don't follow them. I think the my only real hope for Infinite, because I'm sure it's going to be fun. I've never not had fun with a Halo game. But is just... That, I mean, with Master Chief Collection, with Halo 4, with Halo 5, 343 seems to make a great game a year after the game launched. Um, <laughs> and I think, especially with how long it's been a wait for this game, like, we didn't, like, 
perfect time for some Halo 5 like story-based DLC. Come on, but we never got that. Um, well, the extent that Wait has made uh, 343's uh, support for Halo 5 really, really, really abundantly clear that it's terrible. Halo 5's long-term support was not there. Yeah. Uh, it's something they need to address. Well, it's and they just need like and... half the support ultimately was adding in features. Like, So if we aren't shipping with Forge, a file browser, able ways to share clips and stuff, you're kind of hurting the community and yeah, the game don't, in the don't, first don't place. Don't update your game with launch features after <laughs> launch, please. That's that's rather rude. That's yeah. that's my personal hope, that we just get a much more feature-complete game. And I think that's yeah. part of why people remember Reach so fondly was because it did have all this stuff out the gate, and people were doing yeah. crazy Forge stuff from day one. Yeah. Um, yeah, even if you didn't like Reach, you, it was still feature packed. You still had all your majiggers to play with. Yeah, yeah. Be upset about. You do not have to love Halo Reach to love Knockin' Zombs and all those great custom games. And Can stuff. someone please rip the body away from the Blood Altar and re- save <laughs> BTB this time? I don't want BTB sacrificed for another mode again. Please, <laughs> I, I treasure that experience in Halo. Seriously, it's something I've clearly missed with Destiny. It'll actually be BTBR, Big Team Battle Royale. Oh, god damn it, don't. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm also looking forward to uh, not paying for a Halo game at launch because I've got Game Pass paid up till 2022 Dude. for two bucks. Oh, wow. See, I'm the idiot. I bought the game on Steam and then I got the one-year Game Pass Ultimate deal. I'm like, why did I do that? <laughs> well, you'll save, okay. save okay, 60 when, when Infinite comes out. All right. So infinite hopes, fewer novels. Any any other predictions or hopes for the new year? Just that it's a year that really unifies the community. I think you know we've got yeah. all everyone's favorite games coming to the MCC. That'll be a nice sort of like refresher on the series, and then we finish probably the year with infinite moving on, moving forwards. And I think that's a really cool sort of um, setup. Is 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 the TV show that next year? Uh, no, it's twenty twenty one. Which is kind of oh, weird, but yep, yeah. So uh, production. Delays. Why would they not have the TV show with the game? Cash in Kaching, please. Who missed that boat? Well, well that's, I mean, the that's... TV show is not going to be related to the game. Yeah, so it doesn't really matter. And I mean, oh yeah. come on, it's all about just getting your face. Look at Star Wars. There's like a 17 Star Wars products out right now. You don't give a. Shit. They're not connected. It's all Star Wars. Well, that's that's a good point. We need baby grunts and what else <laughs> to to cash in. Um. Yeah. So while we're wishing for unattainable things, Herospis, <laughs> is there anything else? Goodwill and peace on Earth among fans <laughs> in the community. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> well, that's nice to hope for, and uh, we'll see. No, you know, I think going into twenty twenty, it's nice not knowing what else is really coming. Um, yeah, it's come as a bit of a surprise. Uh, like, and I this is the first time it's been like that in how many years now? Yeah. We don't know anything about the future of Halo. Is there another game coming after this one? Is there anything that's not shoot shoot Halo? It, it is nice not to know and not to have things just sort of clearly scheduled so that they can come as a bit of a surprise. So yeah. I'm happy right now. Can, can I see if the record is not fun not knowing? I don't like not knowing. This is hell. <laughs> I want to know everything now, please. <laughs> Don't listen to these guys. I want to know a full disclosure right now. Put it all on the internet, please. <laughs> okay, fine. I, I'll be breaking my NDA, but here's what's happening. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. Master Chief actually does become a Space Jesus. 
I just want, I hope Frankie gets drunk one day at the office and just control these all the future of Halo the into the, in of the entire Halo. Just on the politics or something, you know what I mean? He's just talking about something that happens on the news, and all of a sudden, now there's ten years of Halo posted. By the way, and we'll finally have all the names of all the arbiters. Apparently, they do have a list. Like they said, they said it. I think it was during the three the the one live stream where they were talking about the halo rings like they they were talking about their internal wiki and they like have the names of all the arbiters but they won't release them and just they want they don't want to nail that down if something better comes along all right well thank you toa and haruspis for joining us pleasure as always and my absolute pleasure um you guys got any recent stuff you want to plug or stuff that i guess is coming out before the end of the year when this releases Ian, do you want to go first uh, nothing I can promise, so I'm just not going to touch that at all. <laughs> uh, so uh, earlier this month, I did an 8,000-word rumination on the Prometheans, which details their history from Peter Jackson's involvement in Halo through to where we might go with them in the future. And coming up, I've got an article on... We've touched on the topic, actually, today in this podcast about transmedia in Halo, the having hit 30 novels and that we really need to chill out a bit. <laughs> right, i'll put uh links in the show notes for that stuff which you can read at forintodon.com slash podcast 33 uh and uh yeah check us out uh youtube forward to don twitter forward don subscribe to us on itunes stitcher google play not spotify because i have to figure out how to do that <laughs> um but uh, it'll be coming soon uh, leave us a review, yada yada yada. Uh, and you can check out Haruspis at haruspis.blog. Indeed. Uh, and then uh, Halo Canon on YouTube. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.